RB22. This is Sunshine out of Dallas. This is Hector Herrera. I mean, this is OSG holding it down. What's up, man? <laughs> I, I think you're a little happier than me. Achi, 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 bro. He nah. Like, I, he, he, looked like, he looked a little depressed. He's like, damn, I can't go to this. Yeah. Obviously, y'all weren't looking at anything but your own little dreams. He does not look this. He looks like a little 12-year-old, a teenage girl that's so giddy and happy right now. It's it's kind of it's kind of crazy how happy he is, but <laughs> I don't but, know about that. But he jumped onto the training field. He, he was like, "This is where y'all train at, guys." <laughs> <laughs> Whenever y'all took that picture too in front of his mural, you know the whole city was ready to bring the heat. Like there, hey, that, there was like twenty five people there. That uh, whoever painted that, that's that's some good artwork right there. That it yeah, looks no doubt. No doubt. For was, sure. was, I think her name is Liz. Yeah, so Liz, it, was, it was. It was. She she'd been working on that mural, and then one of the MLS tw- uh, websites or Twitter pages tweeted it out and didn't tag her or anything. She jumped on their page and like, "Hey, I'm the artist." <laughs> uh, she's a pretty good artist. I looked her up too just to see, but she does all kinds of of murals with people, and she's done a another Astro player before. She does all kinds of murals. She's pretty damn good. But. I, I wonder. <laughs> she, she's like, she's like, you better respect my name. Yeah, she did for real. <laughs> I wonder if uh, he got any murals anywhere else he went with with the other teams. I, I wonder if uh, Porto did a mural of him over there too, or or Atletico. Hopefully, yeah, not not like the one they did of Ronaldo. The yeah, right. <laughs> Now I'm just I'm just I'm just bringing that up because like I mean that's pretty cool. He hasn't even played a single minute for the club, and he already has a mural. What would you do? You're bringing somebody in like this. You know this. Uh, the city's happy, and 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 this wasn't the Dynamo doing the mural. This was Liz doing the mural. She did this on her own, right next to oh, a, she a did. barber. Shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, she did it right next to a barber shop that's literally like four blocks away from from the stadium. So th- this was this was community inspired and done, and well, there you know, you go. like I, like you said, twenty five people were at the thing. It was a it was a, a private invite thing. So like that was those were the people that were there and available, and they did it during the middle of the day too. So like, hey, you're at work, you're not available for this event. Yeah. Well, there there you go. I didn't I didn't know that. Now everybody out there that's not from Houston knows why, how, and why the the mural was was painted. Were you invited, OSG? I was. Okay. At least you were invited. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, you know, but <sighs> that's why I just want to be there because I would have gone. Yeah. And so, got to get, got to get, got to get home. Gotta, I got to uh, bring the heat. 2024, 2024. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a goal. We'll get there. So, we'll see. But, yeah, anyways. Yeah, but yeah, he got, he did all kinds of things. He did he went to a little to an event like a at a, a bar where the the supporter groups came out. And they met him at the airport. Uh, he came out to the to the game. So he's he's been making rounds already. 
City, and then of course he's been practicing. He's actually is training. So uh, he's here. He's ready to go. And so are we. Yeah. Happy late fourth to everybody. By the way, hope you guys yeah. are safe. Yep. What'd we're you, all what'd good. What did you do, Sunshine? Did you finally find some water somewhere, or did you go to yeah. drive places <laughs> yeah. again? I, no, we finally found some water. We went down um, to the river down. I, I don't remember which one it was, but I think it was the Waterloop. But but yeah, there was there was water there, and it was a lot better for sure, man. What a difference when there's water and whether when, when there isn't, right? Oh uh, yeah, son. I guess how was your Fourth uh, of July? How was G? Sorry, sorry. Man, I just relaxed because I spent I spent Sunday all day in Houston, and I went to I went to the Astros and the Dynamo game on Sunday. So I just literally just relaxed on Monday, and I think I only heard like two fireworks pop, and that's because I was just in the backyard for a couple of minutes letting the dog out. <laughs> Otherwise, it was just a regular old day. Was it a Monday, a day off? And I just cooped. Uh, Sunday was a long day. Yeah, no doubt. That tournament was. What y'all do? I'm sure y'all. I'm sure y'all blew a bunch of fireworks off. Did yeah, y'all we, with your kids. Yeah, the, my father-in-law bought you know like two hundred dollars worth of fireworks, which can amount to a lot whenever you buy the the right stuff. So we had a good time out here. My daughter, she burned her hand. My son burned his hand. So. You know, I had to get them a little tradition. <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they will definitely be more careful next year. They thought that it was just Kids a toy. They weren't playing with fireworks. <laughs> playing with fire, you know, it always – you never know how it's yeah. going to turn out. But that's that's all it was really, you know, just a few burns. So it was fun. You know, hope everyone was safe. We actually got three points. You know, one of the one of the only Texas teams to get three points – it was good, got, man. At least we got a point, right? Yeah, you got a point. You re- you know, you could have got, you could have had more, but yeah, you gotta, dude, you got to take advantage of those sellout crowds like that. I know you yeah. weren't there, so they were missing one one fan, but I'm telling you, if I was there, ah, oh. it wasn't sold out then. That ticket wasn't punched. <laughs> Jeez, man, I'm, I'm telling you, they got they, They've been finding, they've been finding a way to lose points. And yeah, dude, they have. And Copa Tejas coming up, poof, man, they better get it together. If not, they better. If not, they're going to let Copa Tejas just slip through their fingers. More points. Right? We'll see. We'll see. I'm down for Houston to beat Dallas, and then we go and beat both of y'all. That's fine nah, with me. Watch out, watch out. That's fine with me, bro. Hey. So it's it's pretty simple. Houston beats Dallas and Austin with six points, and then Dallas and Austin get the last game to decide who wins Copa Teos. The winner of that game wins Copa Teos. Oh, if you both draw, then you leave Copa Teos in our hands. You know, you know what color Texas is, anyways. It's orange. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. But that, but there, you know, there's so Dallas has to put a stop to that to make it to make it two teams left in Copa Teos. Otherwise, it's three team three team roll and. We're bringing the heat. For sure, for sure. So, Austin FC, man, let's get into it. Austin FC, they got a new signing. Verde the smoke yesterday. We were supposed to record the pod yesterday, man, but I don't know. I guess I had, like, I think it's a sinus infection because I still feel it. But trucking through, I don't know if you can kind of hear it in my voice or not, but trying to trying to truck through. Signed a, a player. His name is Washington Corozo, and he's an Ecuador national player. 
This guy's coming out of Pumas. He was on loan over there. Actually played in their CCL run. Most of their games was influential. In that game, he did have a, a miss that would have put them up 1-0, which probably could have changed the momentum of that game. That's kind of, you know, kind of makes you like, oof. Like, I want to see you finish those, especially, what was that, two months ago, two and a half months ago? Yeah, but clutch moments. Yeah, exactly, clutch moments. You know, he's a winger. He plays the left wing, which is what Cecilio Dominguez's position, you know, he's on his way out, hopefully. He's and, a right-footed left winger. Right-footed left winger. There you go. So he's going to be one of those he, – he's quick to me. He's he's fast. He has that quick uh, movement on him. He People are comparing him to Jite. I see more mobility on this guy, more technique, more skill. He can take players – I mean, Jite can beat players one-on-one. Uh, I just – I don't know. I guess a different style of play. Jite is more hold-up. This guy seems like he's going to take you on, you know, like no matter what it is. Um, he's five foot 11. I'm not sure if I said he's 23, but he's 23 years old. And, you know, I just I think he's going to be a great addition to the team. We were texting, you know, text the group yesterday. OSG, you think depth? I think maybe a starter to come in. And then uh, you're right. He's, his amount that we bought him for is you know kind of well we didn't buy him we got him on a six month loan and it's good so speaking of so speaking of loans he was uh on a loan his loan ended and the, he went back to the team and the team immediately put him back on the market and he was picked up by y'all yeah but I, it's not one for one of those reasons that he's trash it's for one of those reasons that no, they don't want to pay he they don't want to pay his his uh his salary you know on top of that He's a free agent, so uh, I'm not sure if he's a free agent or how it works, but basically there's no transfer fee for him. So we're getting him on a no-transfer fee, uh, six-month loan, and it's on a TAM. I'm pretty sure it's on a TAM deal. It's no DP. He does take international slot, so that was our final international slot that we had. But with Cecilia going out, it opens up DP, so everyone was stressing about DP. Uh, OSG texted the group, said, hey, this guy's eight hundred and eighty thousand on transfer market, you know, no stress. And I was like, bet, like I would really wasn't stressing once he told me that. And I'm glad the club got this deal. To me, it's a great deal. Let's see if this guy works out and falls into our system. He he seems like a guy that was kind of being forced to play Puma's style. And he seems like he plays more of our style. So I and and that's just going off of highlight videos. I can't say anything from actual personally watching the guy because of course, he's another guy that we get coming in that we don't know anything about that we have to YouTube and looking up, looking his name up. I was like, okay, well, thank God there is actually you highlight videos of this guy. So we there's one a pretty long one. He looks good. He's 23 years old. I mean, he looks like he could still hit hit a little bit higher. He's coming from Club Sporting Cristal from the the Peruvian league. Let's see what he can do, man. You, you, you guys' thoughts. Start with OSG. What you think about the guy? Like, you think he's great? You think we're just kind of just snagging, you know, trying to snag whatever we can? What do you think? No, I don't think, I don't think you're snagging whatever you can. Obviously, he's a fit because you're, you know, with your Cecilio Dominguez situation. So, obviously, he's a fit. Uh, you know, I just see him as depth. Uh, I, I think you'll, you'll still get a rotation and you'll get Fagundes. I think, well, Fagundes will probably all, always start <clears> – <throat> 
he'll get Finlay in a rotation. and Not probably you know, always. He will always start. <laughs> yeah, so he'll always start, and then it'll be you really, you know, getting his starts up top. And so you just got to play that left side. I think you'll get a little bit of a rotation with this guy. But, you know, I, that's why I said depth, which, you know, teams, teams, every team needs depth. But I don't know how y'all – how to pay too close attention to you how, how desperate that position is going to be with Cecilio Dominguez leaving. And how how it's going to open up a hole or or, or not? But I think you know, you, you said he likes to attack the goal. Well, then that means that player is going to fit in with y'all style. So it's I, I see it as a, as a good move. Uh, it happened pretty quick. So I always like to hear the backstories to what what coaches and teams say. Hey, where we how we found this player? So that's always curious. If you want to try to figure that out for the next pod. Yeah, I applaud Claudio Reina for this find, this pickup. Six-month loan. He's trying to also get into the Ecuadorian national team for the World Cup. So, hey, you know, if we can have a national player, that'd be awesome too. Help him get there. Yeah, I'm just uh, – I I, I'm not really seeing much of his stats, but um, throughout the whole year, I guess he, he scored seven goals um, for – I mean, they break up the, the league over there in two different parts of the year, right? The Apertura and Clausura. So he scored seven goals for the whole year, three a season. So it just really depends on on how Austin FC is going to use him. Whether uh, Cecilio, I mean, he he was brought in there to score goals, right? And right. So are you replacing him with him, and he's not scoring as many goals? Are you going to use him more as a as a winger to set in your crosses? I mean, I don't know because you guys are really. The way that you guys are playing, I don't really see a lot of crosses being um, used. It's more of like build-up play. I, I see more of the, the triangles and the combinations in the box with the Rusi and Maxi and, and shooting from outside the box. So uh, that'll be interesting to see how he fits in with the with the team. That's why I think he'll fit in because like uh, I didn't watch the highlights, so I really don't know much about it at all. But if he's in attacking style, where he, he, he takes that ball and he goes to goal, then, uh, you know, he's not crossing it anyways. <laughs> he's going to goal. So I think it might fit in for him in the first place. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. Once yeah, he plays. It, also, it also helps that he speaks Spanish. All the guys up there speak Spanish too. So Right. Yeah, for sure, man. 100%. So, yeah, he, he's coming in, adding on. I think Fagu might slide to the right. Moxie stayed in the center spot and he'll play that left. I don't think he'll start right away. He may start uh he may come on as a sub in the Dallas the Dallas game and then maybe start the following match, but I don't see him really being influential in the Copa Tejas games like as in starting starting role. But I'm excited to to you know see him. We would we could have used him this past weekend or on Monday whenever we went down two goals to Colorado. Get into that game just real quick. Had Finlay start over Wolf. Owen Wolf had had that starting position, you know, going back to, I think, the beginning of May whenever we played LAFC. So that's been going about two months. He's finally getting some rest. Good to see that. Pereira. Pereira's yellow. Um, sorry, man, but it was just stupid. It was really dumb. And... He didn't, he didn't learn from the other game? <laughs> yeah, you know, just every time. 
Anytime you grab a defender and tug him back, it's going to be a yellow. No matter what, no matter where you're at, like, it's – I don't understand why he does it. It's frustrating. He misses next game. He picks up his fifth yellow of the season accumulation. And he misses next game now versus Atlanta. But that's also good because now we have him for sure in the Copa Tejas game with Houston and Dallas. So out looking positively, that's what we want him for. Now, if he comes and gets a red card in the Houston game, that's going to – I mean, I just don't even know what to say anymore. I, I mean, it's it just needs to stop. So, Pereira's yellow. Put him over your, put him over your knee. Pull your belt out. Yeah, Pereira's yellow. What, what do you guys think? You, you guys think that this is going to be an evolving problem? Or do you think that he's going to learn from it after this time? I think that's just the, that, that's just the position that you're in sometimes. Um as like the center defensive midfielder, depending on where in the in the field you're at, where was he at on the field on that yellow card? Was he on his side of the field getting countered, or was he on the attacking side? I want to say he was on the defend on the on his on own the, half. Yeah, on his no, on the other half. Oh, like, you see, so if he's making mistakes on his attacking side, where it, there's no threat of getting counterattack, then you shouldn't be doing those kind of fouls, but. A lot of the times, they're more if you feel like you're going to get counterattacked, like a like a technical foul, right? Right. But, but even even his reaction was like, like man, like what? Like I didn't even touch, you know. And you go back and you see him just grab his arm and just pull him. Yeah. And the, the refs right there, you know, he the 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 guy with the ball is running uh, diagonally in front of him, and Pereira just tugs him where his body is, you know, opens up now and. The ref is right there, and is it's like, come on, like that's straight yellow. Yeah, as as I say, that was just a lack of concentration. Yeah, so Pereira yellow, we go down two nil. I'm sitting there like, damn, Fourth of July, this sucks. Like, really, really, truthfully, I thought that we were done. <laughs> I, I've seen this come back this season time and time again, and I'm still not convinced. And the, after this game. Still a little convinced, but still not all the way. You know what I mean? It's it's just one of those things where it's the MLS. You never know what could happen. Your team could be on. And if they're on, then they could do it. They could finish the game, put it away. But if they're not on, then it's one of those deals where you look back on the game and say, hey, we should have picked up more points. We, should, we had it here. We should have finished this opportunity. And I hate those games. But luckily for us, Finlay has won. Chips over, you know. The defenders, granted, the defenders of Colorado, they had a brain fart. Uh, first center back just ducks his head. I guess he hears uh, last last guy call him off. And then last guy just kind of lets it go. It skips past them. Finlay left with, you know, keeper one-on-one with the ball coming down. Good little chip over the keeper. One, two, one. Second goal, Driussi. Gallagher to Driussi. Gallagher, I mean, Driussi with the finish, with the as soon as it dropped down to his foot, just opened up his foot and placed it right in the bottom corner. Beautiful. Beautiful to see. That's what you want from your DP. You could get that from every DP. I mean, imagine how phenomenal your team could play week in, week out. Put us up 2 2. 
we'll put his tie 2-2 at the half. So at halftime, I'm like, all right, cool, let's go. Man, that's whenever the fireworks started. So didn't get to, you know, personally watch the second half, but I had it playing in the background on my phone. And I could hear a goal, and I went, and I looked, and it was Maxi Uruti. He scored. They go to VAR. They call it for a handball on Driussi. So, goal don't count. Probably about five minutes later, kind of similar play, and it's a, it's a cross-in. But this time, Driussi dummies it, lands to Maxi Uruti, and Maxi Uruti just one-times it into the far side, you know, left side. It's just beautiful shot, beautiful finish, three two. That that was a really good goal, especially. I mean, he you could see it in his face. He was like all pissed off. He's like, "This one's a, a freaking goal, and it's standing. Like, it, no one's taking it away from me." Yeah, yeah. Do do oh. something. Do something. Yeah. So we're up three two. Beautiful, beautiful, bro. I'm just like pumped. Fourth of July, America. Like, let's go, baby. Let's go. This, you know, and, and Houston already got the L, so I'm happy. And then Dallas, Dallas, how I think y'all were tied 1-1, so I'm like, you know, like, man. And then RSL, they were losing. Uh, LA, FC tied. So points, man, points on the table just for us to grab. And Kip Keller, Kip Keller had a yellow in the first half. The second half comes in, and it's questionable. This one is questionable. Uh, referee, what do you think, old soccer guy? With the second yellow, they caused Kip Keller to get the red card. He missed his next match. What do you think? Referee, get that one right. I did not see it. Didn't see it. And I ask you because so, you're the referee guy. You know what I mean? Right. right. Let's, let's, well, I'll look it up and watch it right now. This shouldn't take long to find. Not at all. So he comes in. Uh, they say he leaves his foot up on the challenge. I feel like his foot drops pretty quickly, and they gave him the second yellow, which causes the red. He misses next match. Now we are down with uh, Johan Romagna, Julio Cascante, out with injury, and we got Kip Keller out with a red or with a double yellow, which is a red. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was watching. Uh, yeah, that was a, a damn card. All right, so he gets he gets suspension for next game. My thought on next game is that Alex Ring drops into the center back role, which is what happened when whenever he went off. Kip Keller goes off, Alex Ring drops into that center back, and they play a four three, no four four one. They play a four four one. So with th- that being said, uh, we finish the game out. We're able to grind it out, get the three points. I want to ask you guys, what do you guys think about Austin's late late form? The way they've been playing lately on the road, being able to pick up points. Do you guys, I mean, are you guys noticing it? You know, like, what do you guys think about it? I mean, if you're looking at the standings and you're right behind LAFC with, 30, with 34 points and LAFC has 36 and then you look on the Eastern Conference, and New York Red Bulls has 32 points. You're, you, you know, you're number two overall right now on points. I mean, I think 
you're going to have errors in, in a lot of the games. Um, it just makes you think, like, dang, if you guys had perfect games every week, where could you guys be right now? Yeah, uh, true. So, I mean, I'm, I'm saying Austin right now, they're in really good form. Um, can they be better? Of course. But um, when you look at LAFC and you look at Austin FC, you, you see some similarities, but I still think LAFC um, off of that counter – they're still a really dangerous team, but mm-hmm. uh, you guys, you guys are still in a good form. I agree. I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's good enough form. Y'all still have some. Obviously, your road is improving, and that's where you're. I think that's where y'all are skeptical about your team right now. Even y'all, even yourselves, Austin fans. Uh, I know y'all think uh, is a fortress, and y'all been playing well there. And road is what's been y'all's question. And you know, last two road games, you got wins. Yeah, but Charlotte, Charlotte, you didn't play exactly well, but you won the game one nothing. Last three uh, Colorado, game, we're we're six out of eight right now. So last year we know. only won two. I think we only won two games last season away from home. Crazy. Yeah, so definitely an improvement. Yeah. So Austin, great form. We got Atlanta this Saturday. Rivalry weekend. Yeah, this this is rivalry weekend coming up. We we're, we're gonna preview, you know, of course, the big the big shebang that's happening this Saturday. We'll get into that. You know, we'll let the boys banter. Let me just finish it's, ML- it's, M- it's MLS rivalry. Yeah, yeah, it's MLS rivalry week as well. Yes. But so Austin goes to Atlanta. Tyler Wolf, Owen Wolf, Josh Wolf. Imagine see can you imagine seeing all of them being a part of the game? That'd be so cool to see. But Tyler Wolf did just get loaned out to a team in Belgium. We had our editor, Marcos, let us know that one. I don't know where he's going to, but if he's going out on loan, transfer market, you know, it opens tomorrow, Thursday. And in Europe, it's already open, open the first. I mean, that, that he's going to be gone. I'm sure he won't be there for that game. So I really don't expect to see that happen, but you know, if you could, if it could happen, shoot, why not? That'd be cool. Austin, Atlanta. Like I was saying earlier, I think Alex Ring dropping into that center back position, which is gonna have us wonder. You, you say you say who plays the the six, the eight, and the ten. You know, Driusi, of course, Pereira. Who slots in there? I think we slot Wolf in there, and then we have. Finlay on the right and Fagundes on the left and Maxi in the center. And we just play that. I think that would be a good lineup and we could have Stroud come on. And as for depth, that's where you get your head scratcher. Like, you know, so who comes on for Pereira or who comes on for Wolf? Who slides in? So I think at that point we go to the 4-4-2 and we have Diego. We have Diego and Driussi playing the Center, and we have Finlay. I don't know. Yeah, no, that wouldn't work. So we would have Pereira and Driussi play in the centers with with Finlay and Fagu on the wings on the on the right side and the left side, and then have Husin and Jite in there, something like that. That way we can actually uh, grind it out because we're out of center backs right now. We have no more center backs. We have three of them that are unavailable. We have four, so only one is available. <laughs> uh, they're becoming real. Yeah, 
Yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. Red cards. And Adrian Healy on the Verde Black podcast, he goes into depth with one of the trainers or something like that. I can't remember exactly what he his title is, but basically he talks about all this stuff about you know the psychology and the nutrition and all this kind of stuff that goes into their training and how advanced it is compared to the old days, you know. And it's a real good listen. So you guys go check that go check that out. But Austin versus Atlanta, I think they will take this one. It's gonna be crazy bumping environment. I don't know exact number of how many we have traveling, but I do know we have people traveling to Atlanta for this one. The Like I said, the atmosphere is what drew our fans over there. I think a 3-1 win for Austin will get the job done. The thing is, it is on turf. And our team, is they can play on turf, but obviously, like us, you know, like us as soccer players, we prefer grass type to play on because it is yeah. hard to play on turf but hopefully that that's not a factor this late in the season you know the east i feel like the east has more turf fields than the west but i could be wrong so let's go let's go over there atlanta let's, let's get this dub boys let's, let's get it let's get these three points and get ready for a couple Tejas game that we're going to be playing on tuesday and we will be there early for that one too osaka guy will We'll get on. Uh, we actually have an episode dropping on Sunday for you guys. We're going to record that Sunday morning, preview that game. But that's all I got for my Austin segment. Drum roll, mother suckers. Let's get into this Copa Tejas. Houston Dynamo FC. They host FC Dallas. Man, I'm going to let you break us in, old soccer guy. You guys ready for it? Let's get it. It's, it's Houston. It's Houston ready though. I turned the furnace on. I don't. I don't think Houston's ready for what FC Dallas is going to bring. This is where we make our turnaround um, on the second part of the season. We've been we've been dropping points. We need to find a way to stay in the playoff picture because everybody's coming for that spot right now. We're already dropped the fifth place and we're tied um, with the others. Nearby, we got Nashville with 27 points. We got Seattle with 26. Minnesota wants to get in that playoff picture, too. So, if we want to make a playoff contenders, we, we can't drop points. And I think this is where it needs to it needs to start now with these games or else we're going to be – we're going to try to scavenge for points at the end of the season, and that's going to be tough. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough this weekend for y'all as well. So, coming to Houston – uh, we definitely remember the last game. We're disappointed. This is going to be a revenge game. We're going to have Hector Herrera getting involved in this game. The atmosphere is going to be there. Uh, we, I, this is uh, not quite a sellout yet, but it's going to be by the time y'all uh, get off the bus in that in that nice, comfortable weather down there in Houston. You you uh, think so this will be a sellout? It will be a sellout. Okay. You heard it here first, guys. PNC Stadium will have a sellout this weekend. Yeah, you're going to have a sellout. We had 19,200 for the friggin' Charlotte game. And sure uh, didn't look that like was, it. Uh, it did. 19,200. So we were about I, I know, but it didn't, it didn't look short. like it. Okay, well, it did look like it. I was there. 
whenever so whenever you, we you, had you can say you can say whatever you want on TV. The no, stadium was full. I'm, I'm I'm being like dead serious. Whenever we had uh, when we played Pachuca, I'm not gonna lie. They said that that was a sellout game, and the entire almost the entire Lexus Club was empty. So, I mean, just on on camera, and okay, it, it looked. It looked maybe like fifteen thousand, but maybe nineteen thousand tickets were sold. No, no, that was there. Was, there might have been eighteen thousand people there. Nineteen thousand tickets <laughs> sold. Uh, it, it, we were two thousand short. It was a good. The the seats were filled. Uh, there, there. Uh, the atmosphere was just horrible because of the way the the team actually performed, and yeah. it was just a. Uh, uh, I think after this game when I. I I make my two and a half drive hour, two and a half hour drive home. I think I was still in the driveway, and I said, "Just piss poor, unacceptable performance." And yeah. I left it at that. I left it out on Twitter and went to bed. So, uh, obviously, we know we, we did lose Charlotte coming into Houston in their expansion year. So this is our first time playing uh, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where I mentioned it. If I mentioned here, if I mentioned it with analytics, but Houston in since 2012 is. Two six and eight against expansion teams, which is an absolute horrible record. At the same time, Charlotte hasn't won a game on the road this season, so uh, something's got to break right there. And final result, two to one, Charlotte got the win, and they broke that little record. They get their first win in history, so now no matter what, Charlotte gets to remember Houston forever. First so MLS, their, first MLS. We're in there. Uh, yeah, first MLS away win. You know, yeah, the USL days. I'm saying they went away from home before. What was it during the Open Cup? Yeah, twice during the Open Cup. Yeah, yeah, during the Open Cup. Yeah, so that's your first season, first away seasonal win, and they were they definitely were not in playing good away at all. They were definitely a different team at home. Uh, they just finished with y'all, and we knew we were going to get a different lineup different team but man Houston just did not perform they outpossessed they made a bunch of the passes but when it came to the final third uh they looked like a U11 boys 12 rec team yeah McKenzie McKenzie Gaines dude that guy didn't even play didn't even play against Austin but he comes and plays against you guys like what is that all about we we knew we were getting a different lineup because they played y'all two days before yeah they played y'all on a Thursday, and then they get to play us on a Sunday. So that's why, you know, talking with the Charlotte people, they didn't know exactly what kind of lineup they were going to get with the coach that they got over there. So we expected something different from Charlotte, but we did not expect to 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 to, to lose to Charlotte at all. You know, we right. this poor performance. We gave up a, an own goal in the 28th minute mark, uh, but credit to Charlotte, they were they they were forcing the pressure. And getting close to our goal, and uh, Vera, he, he gets back quick enough to to stop the pass coming off, but he doesn't have any control over it. He, he boots it past Steve Clark and into the net, and so that kind of started it, you know. And then Charlotte puts in another goal before before half, two nothing, and everybody's just like, oh, whatever. And I really, it really felt like a drowsy performance from the boys I'm, I'm just sitting in my seat and you're just you're not feeling the vibes you're not you're not feeling it and it's just it was absolutely kind of I, I said it was embarrassing it was I think it was our worst performance of the season but we come out in the second half coach makes some substitutions Seabasket's taken taken off Fafa for some reason gets put in 
Uh, you know, Fafa, a nice, yeah, we'll get to Fafa in a second about that. But DQ, DQ's doing his magic as always. He puts a little lofter over the, right over the defender. Fafa brings it down to his feet. And it, like, I mean, that defender's literally on Fafa. He's got that extra little step. Fafa controls it, and then he makes the keeper. Because, you know, the keeper's trying to get big and open up his legs. So Fafa, Fafa scored. On sides. They, He's on sides for that goal. 100%. And hence why they they called uh, offside live at the game, and VAR called the referee down, and he went and looked at it and came back and awarded the goal. So uh, we were happy to get the goal, and uh, you know it's I think you're right because a lot of people looked at that video, and it is hard to tell. He, he he looks like he's leaning, but that that defender's ass is a little bit just too big, and I think that's what kept him onside. Fafa scored, and we're happy that Fafa scored. We're still, we're still not sure what the hell Fafa wants to do as far as Houston, man. <laughs> is he going or is he staying? Uh, you know, I, I took a vote with a bunch of Houston people a couple of days ago, and they seem to think it's a done deal. He's gone, so I, I think tomorrow, being when the window opens, we we finally figure out if you know is Fafa going to go or, or that man kiss and make up with Nagamore, and he wants to stay and try to evolve. I, I don't know. He, I think Houston fans are just—he wanted to say he wanted to go, so now you can go, bro. But uh, I know I still like the guy; he's a good guy, personally. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for something new, and I'm, I'm really, really curious for this, this, this transfer market to hurry up and open and see what we can get out of it. <laughs> Old soccer guy, he's like, <laughs> I'm looking for something new. <laughs> I think it's time to move yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, well, once he said he was frustrated, he wants out of Houston, man. It's kind of the same way like I've been dealing with all my other teams. Jaden Harden said he wanted to go. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, sorry, go home, bro. Get out of here. Go wherever the hell you want to go. You shell out. Yeah. You know, and then Deshaun Watson said he wanted to go. He wanted to leave Houston and he didn't want to play. So he, he sat out a year. Then what happened? He gets 23,000 uh, lawsuits against him and now he looks stupid. He hadn't played in three years. And, he ain't got a, well, he's on a team, but he's about to get suspended. So, you know, uh, but, you know, Hector Herrera was even at the game. They showed him off. They bring him down to the field. So that was even more disappointing in how the Dynamo played right there. You know, that was supposed to be just a, a, a special environment, a great atmosphere. You had fireworks after the game for the July 4th weekend. Uh, it was just, just nope, 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 and nope. So yeah. we forget about it. And we're ready to move on. And, you know, it looks like they were practicing pretty hard. So I hope Nagamore is drilling it into them and getting ready for this derby. Because uh, they, they're ready to bring the heat. Those boys, they have to really, man, whenever the, the crowd's like that, they have to fucking do everything possible that they have inside of them to give them points, bro. Because that's what we want to see, man. Especially whenever they're struggling, bro. They're they're playing yeah, and they're playing for that check, not on that. They're not playing for that crest on their on their chest. Yeah, neither, neither <laughs> the Dynamo players playing for the check. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if if those players are playing for a check, they're playing for their last check because ain't nobody gonna pick them up. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they no lies there. Yeah, you better start playing for the press and show you want to play. You know, have, get in great form and then tell the coach, hey, I'll, or tell your agent you want to be you want to be transferred. Then you know what, get the fuck out of here. But if you're gonna, you ain't playing well. Who's gonna watch you? Mm-hmm. It's not but, like hey, they're go, you're gonna be a, a project. 
you know, it's for like, sure. you know, but what's like motivating these players? Like, I know playoffs, right? But it's like you don't We've get talked- regulated, right? So you could basically finish last and you're still getting paid. And yeah, you don't make it a playoffs, but you get to start a new season next year. Well, they're, you know, it's not motivated to play on the last day's team for, for however many seasons. But what's their motivation this year? We've talked about it in several of the shows in the past. What is Houston doing this year? What is Houston doing in this entire rebuild? What is this project they're talking about? Why is Hector Herrera here? Why did he choose Houston? It's everything that we've talked about in previous episodes. And, and everything is changing. We got rid of that old owner. We brought in uh, this new owner. It's just a... Uh, uh, he knows how to run a business, and he, he brought in Pat Onstad, a, a previous god, and now a relived god. We're, we're trusting Nagamora and his process, even though he's not, you know, the the perfect coach or the the coach anybody expected to be picked. But he's he's doing the job that he's supposed to be doing. He's got some kinks he needs to to work out from the fan perspective, but we think he's going in the right track. Houston's going in the right track. Are we going to be disappointed if we miss the playoffs this year? I don't think. Hardly in the end, no, but it depends on where we miss if we miss the playoffs. If we if we barely miss the playoffs, I, I guarantee you the real Houston fans, they're going to be fine because we, we know the process and we understand the process, and we're going to be a little more patient than those bandwagoners and the ones that just show up for, i.e. Hector Herrera on Saturday, or show up for a team that's that happens to be winning, and then once they're losing, they go back home to their couches. No, so – uh, we're we're going to be the, the true fans are going to be patient. We know what to work for, but we we still have aspirations right now to to work towards the playoffs. But we we know that's a it's a hard goal. We are intent, uh, but it's not it is not that hard. We just uh, I think what was it? Someone figured it out. We have to have one point eight, yeah, one point eight points a game for the remaining for the remaining season. Average out to make sure that we make that playoff goal, you know, that line. They say this is how many points you need to ensure that you make the playoffs or whatever. So it's, it's going to be a struggle. It's a work. But, you know, now uh, the window's open. Uh, let, let's see what we can do to help improve. Uh, well, there's some rumors of some people that might be going. There's been some interest in Memo Rodriguez. There's been some uh, – shoot, interesting. I forget who else. Uh, but uh, – <laughs> We've got some high interest in bringing somebody in, but the Houston just won't let that name go out yet. That's okay. Sign him, and then we'll we'll brag about him, or well, we won't brag about him. We'll find out. You just show him off to the whole city, right? Show him off to the whole city. That's yeah. what we'll do. <laughs> we'll meet him at the airport. It's, it's just me. <laughs> but paint murals, uh, you know. Yeah, paint murals. You know, show him yeah. off. Yeah. And he's in, you know, and that man's enjoying every moment. He's having fun, and his kids are having fun, and his wife looks happy. So I'm not at his house right now, so I can't really see if he's really still smiling. But you know what? It, uh, it's hard to it's hard to hold that many fake smiles when, when you're in public that long. But it really does seem to be genuine. All the interviews he's been doing, all the all the public appearances he's been doing, uh, he he's ready to be a part of this project and help this project grow. He's doing his homework, and now it's up to the Dynamo to to fill in the rest of those pieces that we need to, to be a everyday competitive team and not this inconsistent style that we're using right now. And pretty much that's where we're at with, uh, with Dynamo, you know, have any other takes on Dynamo and then I'll just give a dash and a kind of dose update. The Charlotte opportunities. There was a lot of opportunities, man. Like you said, it was just piss poor performance. Uh, I mean, 
to to go to your home stadium and to see it that full on uh, you know holiday weekend, you want to see more out of them, and then to see Charlotte Absolutely. just you know just showing up showing up showing up showing up it's like dang man like come on boys like let's get it together but yeah, maybe they, not, they not just, just don't get it together this week maybe next <laughs> <laughs> nah, i think they were looking ahead it was one of those those classic moments where they were looking ahead mm-hmm. and charlotte was a charlotte was a trap game yeah, we'll see so, we'll see we'll see all right so how's, yeah. the, how's the dash doing how how's the girls yeah doing? so so Houston Dash, man, uh, you know, uh, they, unfortunately their last game they, they lost two to one to Kansas City. Uh, that was a little bit of a tough game. We're still missing some of those players due to international duty, so it's it's a little bit of a struggle right now. But uh, you know they they lost two to one, but they're still currently in fifth place, which is still a playoff spot. Uh, Fifteen points. San Diego's up in first place and has twenty one points, so only six points separate first to fifth. Uh, they're four wins, three losses, and three ties for the season, man. And so uh, that sucks. They got the loss, but now they move on and they play Orlando. Actually, they play Orlando on Friday at Orlando on Friday. Orlando's not doing too well. We've already beat Orlando five to nothing at home this season. Uh, but again, we're—I think we're still. No, I think our international players will be back by now. So we might be full rostered going to Orlando, and hopefully we can get back on the winning track and the, the Dash can make that playoff run and make their first playoff in Dash history. Uh, Dina Dose, man. Dina Dose. They, they're on a two-game winning streak. They beat Tacoma two weeks ago, and then on July 1st, they traveled to San Jose, and they had a – it was a really good game, but it was a struggle. Uh, and it ended up being a 1-1 draw. They went to PKs, so – those that really don't pay attention to MLS next row, if a game ends up in a draw, they do go to penalty kicks, and the winner of the penalty kicks gets an extra point. So uh, Donna Dose ended up winning that penalty kick shootout, and so they got the two points, and San Jose did get the point for for causing the draw. So I like that. I hope uh, I kind of do like hope MLS institutes that one one day. But Dino Dose plays on Sunday, July 10th at home against RSL, and they continue their run. And I think they're sitting in fourth overall and third in their little division uh, as, as far as MLS Next Pro goes. But, uh, you know, Dash and Dino Dose looking well, playing well. Dynamo playing inconsistent. Looking, to, looking for all three to improve their ways and hold it down. All right, man. Well, appreciate you. Let us know how it's going over there in Houston for the Dash and the Dynados. Gonna get into some Dallas, some SC Frisco at the Disco with the Sunny Side up. What's up, man? On the hey. on the toll road. On the toll hey. road, man. Drop, drop, dropping on some Twitter more points. for sure. All right, we're <laughs> drop dropping some more points, man. That's where we're at right now. Dropping. Uh, are you previewing the game? Are you previewing the game on Saturday already? Dropping points. <laughs> now, now that that's when we're going to recover right there. That's the stock oh, okay. market's going to go up, and that's when we're going up too. So I was just checking. I was, I heard I heard something different. <laughs> but now we it, one of those games again. It feels like we lost it, man. Um, thought we had the the three points secured, but uh, we'll, we'll jump into the starting lineup. Not any different than we have throughout the 
the whole season basically playing our, our standard 4-3-3. We got Velasco up top, Jesus Ferreira, Paul Ariola. Midfield looking the same, and then our defenders still looking the same there with our same goalkeeper, uh, Martin Paz. Uh, felt like, you know, we, we had control of the game. Um, I think we had four crucial or three at least crucial opportunities that I feel like we should have put away that could have sealed the game for us. Uh, I think early on with that uh, minute 12, Alan Velasco, he was set up right in front of the goal. Uh, I, I'm thinking you got to finish better. You got to make the goalie work, uh, put it right through his hands. And, you know, that, that was an opportunity to get an early goal there. It could have been one zero, but, you know, shortly after 14 minutes later with that Alan Velasco goal, that was, that was a freaking golazo, man. That free kick. Mm-hmm. Really pretty, you know, he, that was a really good bend. Um, second week in a row where we score off of a goal kick off of a set pieces. So that goes to show the, the boys are training their seat, their set pieces out at the, at the training field. So that, that's good to see from them uh, scoring off of that. And then off, the goal you know, kick. off, off of a free kick outside the box about, he just, he just peeked out, man. He looked at it. He said, all right, I, he's goalies out from right there. He couldn't even see it whenever he took the shot. He just kind of memorized it, you know, just like a professional would know where the goal's at, picked his spot and put it there, bro. It's a beautiful shot. Yeah, you could even see it with, like, his body motion. Like, as soon as he kicked it, he knew it was going in. Mm-hmm. Like, that. that's how his body – like, you could see it, like, it from the moment he kicked the ball to his body movement, I'm like, damn, that's going in. And, yeah, the, the goalie didn't see it until the last second. It was too late to react. But fast-forwarding over to the second half, minute number 60, Ariola, he gets set up with a beautiful pass from either Hedges or Martinez, one of the center backs, about a 20 to 30-foot uh, cross. And he brings it down with his chest into the box and just misses it over, like right in front of the goal. And that could have sealed the game. That would have been a 2-0, minute 60. I think it would have been really hard for uh, Miami to come back from that just because of the way that they were playing. FC Dallas had more possession. Yeah, they look strong, bro. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we, we know Miami, they have their faults, and they, they haven't been as good as they, they should be. Uh, whatever. Just because they lost to us? No. <laughs> <laughs> but – Minute eighty. OSG, y'all beat them too, right? Or y'all lost? No, we beat them three to one in Miami. Yeah. Miami, they're, they're not a they're not a good team, and, but they're 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 working on it. Right? Yeah, they, no, work, they, they worked on they it. They got last good weekend. players. <laughs> <laughs> That's for damn sure. They well, they've had yeah, they have good players that that played in like a high level before, but when they, when you bring them in together, they're just not meshing well. Yeah. So. Yep. So they, so like you're saying, you're saying, man, Dallas, they did look strong. I thought they were going to take it. They didn't, though. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, minute 87, we have literally like eight people in the box, and they only have three or four players, and they find a way to sneak in that goal. It was complete shit, but um, it's just like wow. You you could 
you could park the bus. They, you know, they had all the defenders back there. They were defending really good, and then all of a sudden, this ball just squirms in there and it off of the header, and they find they find a way to to tie the game. So, you know, they they leave Dallas with a point. I think they're really happy about that, and we just got to improve. I've been saying it. We we've, we've been finding ways to be losing points, and we can't finish games. Uh, we either start them real well or we find ourselves behind and we find a way to come back. But, you know, those those last 20 minutes are crucial. And that's where we've been getting beat are the last 20 minutes, minute 60 and above. We either get scored on or we just can't make that that goal that's going to put us in a good position to, to seal the game. And that's that's been going on for a month now. And, and so we got to switch that around and Hopefully this week with with Houston, with their poor performance versus Charlie, we're able to bring on three points and and get the turnaround that we need for the rest of the season. Or else, no. With with your your performance, our performance, uh, no. It's going to be a a trap game. We're going to be ready. Yeah, I think so too. Shootout. It's going to be a shootout. Both of them are going to want points. They're they're both Texas teams. They're. FC Dallas, Houston, they're they're going to be wanting to fight for for the points, so it'll be a good game, uh, similar to the the Austin game. But we're we're definitely the ready. Original Texas rivalry. This is PA announcer Jeremiah Gallegos for Austin FC. You're listening to the Texas Ring of Fire podcast. Hmm. We're ready to take the three points from Sorry. you guys from y'all's Sorry. house. Copa Texas coming with me. Come back from Frisco. So, we'll see. I think I think we just got to remind the boys at at Dallas that it's a new era. We haven't been saying that in, in the social media or in the games. <laughs> now I think what have you been little... saying in social media? What have Oof. you been saying in social media? Well, they haven't been. What at the beginning of what? the season? At the be- at the beginning <laughs> of the season, there That's were a... they were hyping it, saying, "Hey, it's a new era, a new era," and then all of a sudden. That you know, we got to second or third place in the standings, and then they and like they've they've accomplished something. When in reality, they they still got to fight throughout the rest of the season. The error's over already, man. Pepe's gone; he's not playing well. The error's over. Yeah, Nico has, Nico has to change it up. He has to motivate the boys, and hey, let's keep fighting. Let's let's keep going and. We, we still have a chance, but, you know, with these poor performances, it, it also leads to uh, the, the team morale going down. So we got to we got to switch it around. Well, you better hold your hands high and don't forget about who you're playing this weekend. And uh, don't underestimate don't underestimate us, because uh, if you do any little bit, you're going to that window's going to open. And that, that just means the AC is not going to work no more. That hey, OSG. Come blazing in. Hey, I, yeah. I got, I got I have, Steve I have, Clark. I, got I have Steve. a question. Oh, oh go ahead. I have oh, a no. question. He says, I, I got he, says he has Steve Clark there. Why is Steve Clark over at your house right now? He's going to have noodle legs. <laughs> I was like, hey, I got a Steve Clark on speed dial for, for – hey, let those goals go in. <laughs> those noodle legs. He's going to have – Look at Steve you, Steve Clark's going to have noodle legs. <laughs> Look at him trying to pull relationship goals. Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, hey, OSG, I have a question, bro. 
Sure you do. So whenever we, you know, we played you guys and we went to Austin, to Houston, you know, obviously we weren't talking at that time. But do you think that the temperature, you know, in the time that we played you guys, do you think that we were able to, like, handle it a little better than you guys? Do you think that was a factor that game by any means? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if the, the heat – no, I don't think the heat was a factor because Austin and Houston are used to playing in that heat. We both practice outdoors. Uh, I, I really don't – I think it, the time of day can make a difference and just, you know, the, y'all ended up outperforming and playing better. I don't think the heat made a difference. Uh, no. Made a difference for the fans, of course. But <laughs> it, may, maybe just because it was noon, but I don't know. I mean, these soccer players grow up playing at noon every single day of their lives until they become professionals, and then they're playing in the evening times. So, I, I don't think the temperature for an Austin, Houston, for a Dallas, for uh, – gee, that's pretty much it, maybe. Uh, th- those teams can play in the heat, and I don't think they're worried about traveling. See these other teams that come come here to Texas and play, they they have to worry about the heat. You know, LA I think can handle it, but they've got a nice breeze to cool them down. No, oh, so now between yeah, when y'all came, I don't think it was it was a suffering game to be at noon with the sun directly above. So uh, I think that might have caused for some more sweat, but no, it didn't make a difference. No, so. And then this one, this one's at what seven thirty? Yeah, we get to play. We get to play Dallas. So this one, the the sun will be going down behind the stadium right at kickoff. So the you know, so the, the field will be in the shades, and a, a few fans will have to deal with the sun, but they'll, they'll suck it up, and then they'll be loud. And once that sun goes down, then they'll be even louder. And, Who's know, gonna I, win? I do hope Dallas is ready. Who's uh, gonna win? You know, uh, it, it's gonna be Houston three to two. Woo! Three to two, damn. Yep. Three yep. goals. I at think home. I, I think before score? Victor even gets to reply, yeah, I think before Victor can reply, Nagamore has to make has to make a statement this game. And last game was disappointing. And then the the previous game before that with the tactics that he chose it was disappointing. So he he knows that he's part of it, and the players know that they're part of it. Uh, he has to make a statement, and we have we have to come after Dallas on our field with Hector Herrera playing in that game. We have to. And so if Nagamore comes out and he starts two center defenders against who not center defenders, two central defensive midfielders again, y'all are gonna have the advantage from kickoff, and it's mm-hmm. gonna be a uh, can can we counter and get our points if Nagamore wants to to come out and let's play a dynamo style of soccer and attack Dallas and let's establish ourselves and, and Dallas, you know, struggles against that. Then, you know, this could be that kind of game. So I can tell you right at kickoff. And then after that, I turn my phone off. You're not going to be able to get a hold of me no more during the game, <laughs> but Anyone's uh, been it, trying it, to get a hold of you, bro. Good. I, well, I know sometimes, dude, like Charlotte last weekend kept trying to get a hold of me during the game. I had to tell them afterwards, like, hey, uh, I don't respond during the games, man. I'm, I'm watching the game. I'm not looking at text. I'm not looking at Twitter. I'm not looking at the banter going back and forth. I'm watching the game. <laughs> like, leave me alone. But mm-hmm, I'll answer, yeah, for real. It's like, like what were you like, You don't talk. My, my, don't my, away games, my away games, I have to stream off my phone because I'm always blacked out. So when people oh, try to yeah. call me, 
I'm like, ignore, ignore, ignore. And then I have to go back and reopen the app. And it's like, God damn it. Like, quit calling me. For real. Damn. So, <laughs> three, two. Three, two. Yeah, three, two. Three, two. I think it's going to be a real exciting uh, back and forth. Uh, it's it's going to get a, a frisky, fiery game. Uh, but I, I think, yeah, I, I think because Dallas isn't going to take us that serious. But even though it's a rivalry game, we can pull off a 3-2 victory. Yes, sir. Oh, we're going to take you serious because we haven't gotten – we've gotten two <laughs> points over the last month and a half. So what do you know about those losses, Sunshine? You haven't been there to see them. Hey, I, I, I still feel them. Yeah, I hear you. So, you better hey, fill them up. It makes me happy. He just yeah. feels for the next morning when the paper ends up on his porch. That's what <laughs> <laughs> No, come on, man. And so what river are you going to be at this weekend when the game's going on? No, I won't be at a river this weekend. I'll be at uh I'll be at a house fixing up some drywall. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> no, nah, but no, but you're gonna you're gonna make it home in time to watch the game. Yeah, I no, I, I watch the games and so uh I think this this weekend Padiola gets his ninth goal of the season and then Jesus Ferreira gets his eleventh goal. So I'm thinking two one. We got we gotta get our guys back in scoring, get those guys um, in good form again. So two one, I think it's going to be a good game. I can actually agree with both those scores because I can tell you if Nagamore plays that way, I said he's going to play. Y'all win two to one, but if he comes out and tries something, we can win three to two. Three to two. There we go. And I, I do think, I, I think Houston scores first, and then we find a way to come back and win. I think. I think Frisco is going to go to the disco this game and have some fun. <laughs> they better. I think I, I think they're going to I think they're going to run the score up, bro. Dang. I mean they they do have on paper they have a good squad, but these that they, they got to build some momentum. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't want to stir the pot too much. So I don't want to I don't want to get in there too much, but yeah, I think Dallas got this one. It's gonna be fun to watch. I'm, I'm not gonna go to the watch party this weekend, so I'll be watching Austin, Atlanta, and also watching this game. Probably watching uh, side by side, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, you get to, get to watch that game and just watching the FC Dallas game. So, any bets? You want to put any bets on it? <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> well, what, 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 G, you want to put some money on it? That's some money. No, how, no, how, no about money. Some, how about how about uh, if if uh, Houston wins, then Sunshine has to. Well, so so Sunshine. So I, okay, I, I okay. Here, bit, here's a good awesome. bet. There, there we go. What's that? What was that? Oh, was if you? Dallas, if Dallas wins, you got to buy a, a Jesus Ferreira shirt. If uh, Houston no, Acha Acha shirt. No. <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm good. Nah, it, if it would be, if you would did it that way, it'd be like if Houston wins, you buy me an Ache Ache shirt, and if Dallas wins, I buy you a whoever is on FC Dallas or FC Frisco Toll Road, whoever. What, I buy what you size, one of those shirts. But no, what size, nah, size shirt do you no, wear? The, 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 no, no money value, no monetization. What, what what size shirt do you wear? I'm a large. You're a large. I'm a large too. So. Whoever wins, if if you win, I buy you the Acha Acha shirt. 
if Dallas wins, you buy me the Jesus Ferreira shirt. <laughs> a shirt, a shirt, or a jersey? Shirt or jersey, whatever. It, it could be a jersey if you want. If you want to put, I'm cool with just a shirt. Or you want the jersey? How confident is old soccer guy in Ache Ache? <laughs> yeah, he's talking all that mess that he's gonna start and that he's gonna come. And... What's up, baby? It's your time to get your Ache Ache jersey for free. Where you at, OG? Ah, uh, <laughs> he left. <laughs> Did he really leave? He left. What happened? Oh, so you made him quit again, bro. No. Bro. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, he's be like, nah, we're not doing any bets online anymore. Damn, he'll be right back. Yeah. Well, guys, um, we're having to... <laughs> Get OSG so back in here because as soon as we started making the bet and all that, he was like, I guess he was like, man, I'm out. I ain't, I ain't about to. Dang. Come on, bro. I, I didn't need the jersey that bad. If, if, <laughs> all because you, you want a jersey. <laughs> yeah. Man. So I guess I mean, we'll, go ahead, and, we'll right. go ahead and. That bet, right? Yeah, of course. Why not? Why not do that bet? I'll do the bet with you. You want to do the bet? Let's do it. Oh, you want to do it for uh, Austin FC? Let's do it. So, yeah. Are you going to the game or no? Um, I'm, I want to. Yeah, bro. Let's do uh, – if you win, then you buy the – Yeah, if, if, if I win, you buy me the um, FC Dallas Jesus Ferreira shirt. And if you win, I buy you the, the Rusi one or whichever Rusi. one. Rusi. Yeah. Or you know what? Man, Pereira. Pereira? Yeah. Pereira, bro. Hell yeah. Pereira. And when you want Pereira or Ariola or Velasco? Nah, I would do uh, Pereira. Pereira? Yeah. All right, bro. That'd be our 10. Whatever, dog. (laughs) I could already already picture it in my closet. She, nope. (laughs) I don't think no, so, man. I'm just kidding. I can't already see. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shaking right now. It might be an expensive two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> man, hey, you never know, bro. It could be. I, I know. It could be. Shit, I might have to just buy three jerseys. All right, man. So let's get into some USL. El Paso Locomotive. They had tied 2-2 two to two versus Atlanta United. That game, tough, tough game. They should have honestly won that one to me, in my opinion. But, you know, that's the way it goes. USL is kind of tough, and they were on the road. Um, they had a lot of opportunities, but it was 2-1 to one the entire game. Atlanta United was up, and they ended up tying in the final, you know, extra time. But like I said, to me, they should have won the game. The opportunities that they had, they should have put them in, punished them. It's the USL. It's, you know, it's soccer. It's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. They go on and play Colorado Springs switchbacks, which Colorado Springs switchbacks are in second place right now. El Paso are in fourth place. They play at home 830. That's going to be a good one. If you're in El Paso, go ahead and link up with 8th Notch. 8th Notch 
always goes down. They got watch parties. They got um, pregame parties. They have their SG. So it's it's a good time with those guys. Check them out. We'll move on to RGV. They had no game. And they play New Mexico United tonight. And this one was a head scratcher. I'm looking at the schedule, right? And they play New Mexico United tonight at 8 p.m. Right now, pretty much while we're recording. And then on Saturday, July 9th, they play New Mexico United. Damn. <laughs> so wow. they may they may just stay there or they may just go home Rio Grande. I'm not sure how far it is from where New Mexico United Stadium is, but they play within three days of each other. Same stadium, same team. I don't think I've really seen that. Yeah, they'll probably just get a hotel and just train at that in that area and then just they had that game scheduled for about two weeks ago on a Wednesday, but it got rescheduled. So that's Saturday, July 9th is the game they got rescheduled. Confusing, but I mean, they like it could be an error somewhere. I don't know. San Antonio Football Club, they won 2-0 versus Charleston Battery. That game, San Antonio is just dominating again. San Antonio is really good, man. They they actually have a good team, and they don't even have a full squad like they would prefer to have. Their keeper, he's actually leaving them. He's going to chase his career, and his, his uh, semester starts soon. So this is the timing that he had to leave in order to make it for his semester. And I guess he's going to become a lawyer, or he's going to law school. But, you know, good luck to him. San Antonio going to be looking for a keeper, you know, <laughs> if anybody's interested. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just playing Harry. Uh, San Antonio doesn't have a game this coming weekend. They do have a game next weekend. Uh, we'll preview that on probably Wednesday. Wednesday after the Dallas and, I mean, after the Houston. I don't know. Probably we'll, we'll preview it next episode, though. Uh, that's all I got for USL. You know, good luck to all these USL teams this weekend besides San Antonio because y'all don't play. Shoot, hopefully they don't make more points than us because right now we're in a drought. <laughs> I think a lot of people are getting more points than them. A lot of people are getting more points. Yep. Maybe, maybe he'll say yes after the game if Houston wins. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I really wanted to hear what he had to say because, I mean, it's his opportunity to get Acha Acha. He's all that. All that talk about Achach is going to start and this and that. So, ah, uh, oh well, oh well. Well, man. well, let's just let's just hope it's a good game and and hopefully FC Dallas comes through and we we can get some points that are much needed for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. You guys go check out if you're neutral in any kind of way. Check out the Copa Tejas games, all of them. The USL, the MLS. They are all good matches, even whenever 10th place is playing 5th place. I mean, MLS doesn't really matter. It's kind of like the Premier League. <laughs> uh, just <laughs> is, is it, though? Is it? Uh, it's not. It's not like the yeah. Premier League. <laughs> but it's an even-wise, as in where yeah. you can play first and last place, and last place can still beat first place. It's, it's highly competitive, for sure, and... And both teams are going to be looking to getting some points if they want to make the playoffs for sure. Definitely. So, rooting for Copa Tejas. Steve, shout out to Steve. Shout out to.
There he goes. Hey, he's back. Hey. <laughs> What's up, my man? What happened? It just kicked me. <laughs> it was like it was like, hey man, we can't afford this shit. We need to get out of here. <laughs> I guess so. I was like sitting there talking, talking, and then I kind of felt like I was by myself. I looked at my phone and it goes, Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh we I've we pretty much got ahead. Um what what's what's the bet? Is the bet on or is the bet not on? But nah, the the bet is that one of let the let the best Texas team win. Um we know who that is. <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy. He's been watching too much William Shakespeare or something. Well, we'll let the we'll... I think he I think he was watching that old soap opera Dallas or whatever. <laughs> Frisco, FC the, Frisco. The the real housewives of Dallas. Yep, FK <laughs> FK Frisco. Debbie. Big Debbie Downer. So yeah, so shirt shirt for a shirt or no? Old soccer guy? I'm, I'm okay with a shirt for a shirt, like a like a thirty dollar value shirt, whatever. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You got you yourself go. a deal. So let's get it. You y'all should have done where you gotta buy the opponent's shirt and take a picture in it, but you know, whatever, you know. Uh, well that's what I was saying. Originally he's a large, I'm a large. He could take a picture. Nah, well, he could take a <laughs> So, I, I could buy – so, let, let, let's say Houston wins. He he can buy my shirt for me, which means he's going to have to purchase it. I don't know when the next time I'm going to see Sunshine is, but, yeah, he can take a picture in my shirt and then hand me my shirt, and I can wear it the rest of my life. <laughs> you want me to yeah. sign it? Damn. No, uh, the only time you're gonna touch it is to wear it for the picture, <laughs> and it, and that that's off the rack from from like they they ship it to you. You open the package, or you don't even open the package. You you keep the package. You you drive it down here to me. I open the package. You put it on. I take a picture. You take it off and give it back to me. I go wash it. All the FC Dallas burn shit gets <laughs> out of it. And then it's my shirt, and then vice versa. So yeah, or or you can just send me your address and I can just send it to you. How about that? Yeah, see now I don't get the picture with you in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I guess the the bet is on. Me and me and Sunshine have our own bet too going on. Yeah, we, we, we actually that, got jerseys going on though. We got we got the jersey. So if um, if FC Dallas loses, he'll get the Darusi jersey. If no Pereira. Oh, Pereira, Pereira. Yeah, there you go. If uh, FC Dallas wins, then I get the um, the Ferreira, the Ariola, and the Black. <laughs> <laughs> That's how no, confident just, I am. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Three points to Austin. Three points. There, there you go. Oh, man. So that's all I got this week for, man, shout out. Shout out to your boy, RB. Episode 22. 22. Yeah, episode 22, man. You guys got anything else for episode, the best yeah, episode that we, we're ever going to we sure drop? We sure, not. we sure didn't look 22 on Saturday. Yeah, for real, man. That. So we did have a 3v3 tournament this past weekend. Shout out to Neftali from We Are Austin for helping us out. And shout out to Gabriel Theas for helping us out. Went to high school with him in Taylor High School. Once a duck, always a duck. But but yeah, man, we went out there, dude, had 3v3 tournament. Uh, there was 100 teams, and we got third. Dang. So it's not bad. 
Not bad. <laughs> it was, there was, yeah, there, there, was there was four. Teams. There was four teams. There was more like seventy teams in the tournament, but yeah, there was four in our bracket. <laughs> so you guys were four out of no, mom. Third, third out of four. Third out of four. We didn't get last Come on, we're, we got we're on the medal table. Yeah, yeah, we got medals Chill, to prove bro. it. Yeah, what you, what'd you do this weekend? Hang drywall? <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Driving and cruising down the river. Right, I heard that, man. Walker yeah, was so, in Austin. He could have been on the tournament. I told, I texted him, but he was like, "Man, y'all suck. I ain't trying to go with y'all." Said, Dang, <laughs> yeah. all right, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> uh, so yeah, now, we got I, we I got would, third place, man. I would like to go, but we ended up driving down to Austin later that afternoon, so I was bummed out. Can I get my exercise? It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, well, we definitely got our exercise. Yeah. yeah, it was hot, dude. I had, <laughs> I feel like I had heat exha- exhaustion because I believe you, dude. My feet were so hot. The turf, oh my god. Where, Our last game was at, at? one thirty. Our last game was at one thirty. Jeez, yeah. We, no, started, we started at eight thirty, and and then uh, our last game was at one thirty. So played four yeah. games. So we were on turf for six hours. Jeez. And that yeah. and that turf gets hot. That turf where, gets hot. Where where's that turf at? It's the Round Rock Multi Complex, mm-hmm. the new Round Rock Complex in at Old Settlers. We had oh, some. Okay. We had this U uh, nine team cheering us on. They were fusion out of Hayes. Shout out yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. And they uh they were cheering us on, man. They were like, yeah, man. They were going for Neff. They were cheering them on and stuff. So whenever we got off, we would come off. They would let us come under our tent. They started offering us stuff from their cooler, and the you know their coach was pretty cool. So we just kind of bunkered down with them and got some shade <laughs> until they left. Dang! Yeah, unfortunately, they didn't play very well, and they had to leave. And we still had a game to play. Right. We had. To- yeah, but it was fun. We had some parents that were. There was a girls' team that was sitting in the corner, and so the parents were rooting for us. And they're like, "There's an adult team out here," and the parents go, "Yeah, these guys right here behind you." <laughs> Let like Grandpa League was looking at old soccer guy. <laughs> yeah, don't show. Yeah, they have an over fifty league out here. <laughs> yeah, we played in it. We finished in third place. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but that was, was fun though. Was fun. Appreciate yeah, appreciate the invite, man. Yeah, dude, Neftali showed up and played, man. He, that he played his turned ass out off. like, dude, he, those last two games, boy, yeah, he was showing off and playing oh, well. Yeah. And, he was getting he was getting excited though because we didn't play well our first two games, but our last two games we ended up playing well and hence the third place. Yeah. Oh, before I forget, shout out to Driusi Dior for getting ten goals, which is the first double digit number of goals for Austin FC. So milestone. Congrats to him. History, bro. And uh, also, this came across my head. Had a listener that I used to work with, Pablo. Hey, shout out to Pablo, bro. You still listen to us? What's up, dog? Ain't seen you in a while. Hope you're good, man. Shout out to the fam. But that's all I got, bro, for episode 22. Like I said, RB22. What it do? Look at you. Y'all about to lose Copa Tejas. Don't even know. But <laughs> you got anything else, Sunshine? Sunshine, shut up. I can't. I can't wait to get my shirt and my jersey. Okay. All right. <laughs> OSG, dream on. Yeah, we're dream ready to bring the heat. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for this weekend. 
I'll be there in Houston all friggin' day. We're doing a, a Texas size tailgate party before the game and all the supporters and any fans that are walking up to the stadium prior to the game get to, we're all going to walk in together as, as soon as the instruments start playing. Uh, and then of course we travel to Austin on Tuesday and I'll be there for that one too. I've got two seats. Uh, so I'm sitting in the middle of the crowd. I'm ready, ready to go for that one as well. All right, man. Well, you guys, like I always say, thank you for listening to another episode, episode 22 of Texas Ring of Fire. Your support, man, it's just amazing. Our numbers are going up, and I see it, so that's cool, man. It's awesome to see. Got some definitely loyal f- listeners out there. Got listeners from Canada to Spain to, no lie, Russia, Ukraine. So, you know, <laughs> if you know, thank you guys for, for listening to Texas Ring of Fire. Follow us on Instagram this weekend. Copa Tejas going down. Those guys, well, at least OSG, going to be posting some stuff on the Instagram. That way you guys can see the atmosphere, how it is in Houston. Houston's growing, man. You know, the, the, not growing, but they're trying to get back to their ways. They're, they're going to do it. And this is a way to do it with these big games, these big rivalry games, signing like Ache Ache, his debut Saturday, 8 p.m. Man, let's, you know, Give us a follow. Go look at that stuff because it's going to be a sight to see. Appreciate you, OSG, for you know those updates. Follow us on Twitter for the banter. Oh, uh, Sunshine, you got to go give him some banter. This guy, y'all give giving him too much slack. He's getting by with no one going to banter with him. Adis, uh, you know, all you boys, all, we are Austin, Bob, whoever, all you guys, go and, go and banter with this Frisco at the Disco guy. You know, they, they, said, they said they ain't worried about me. I guess not. I guess they not, were, bro. They ain't worried about your replies, is what they yeah. said. <laughs> OSG, I, I fun, go give him a I follow. Had fun, I had some fun banter with uh, uh, Mike from Soon Tower today. So I don't, I don't remember what the content of it was, but it was, it was a good fun back and forth. It didn't get out of hand or anything like that, and uh, it was, it was fun. So get out, get out there on Twitter and and bug Victor and see. Uh, Maybe we'll come up with a prize pack that can uh, first one to get Sunshine to banter back wins a prize. <laughs> the, the, whoever is Sunshine's tenth tweet will get a prize. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, get me to forty followers. Let's do it. Get him to get him to. Uh, we need you need to get yourself to forty followers. <laughs> yeah, I know. By the, way, by the way, guys, he has three followers, uh, four followers. So he's almost there. Oh I'm man, times ten, times ten. So go give us a follow on Twitter, man. This is what we do all day on there. Give you some type of updates. We got our media guy. Shout out to Marcos putting in your work, man. I appreciate it. Gonna keep doing what he does. Rate and subscribe our podcast. Give us some feedback. Let us know what we're missing. Let us know what we can do. Let us know what you like. Who's your favorite? You know who's the best looking? You know OSG or uh, RB22 or Sunshine. I think I'm going to have to go with the Verde. I don't know, man. No competition. Ah. Right? Yeah, Sunshine. (laughs) Use those Goldilocks, man. (laughs) You're Sunshine for a reason, right? (laughs) Got some more guests coming on soon. We got, you were talking about Swoon Tower. Got Moon Tower coming on in about two weeks' time. So you guys be ready for that one. 
after Copa Tejas, once some more transfer go on, they're going to come on and break down a little bit of Gam Tam and stuff like that. So, but for now, you know, you guys keep hydrating, stay cool. It's getting hot out there and it's only going to get hotter. If you work outside, cover yourself up, man. Protect yourself. Wear, wear, yeah, wear your cap. Cover your eyes. Don't burn up. But you're right, man. All right. I'm ready but, to hold it down this weekend. So let's get it on. So that's all I got for now. Till next week. Or actually, till Sunday after the Scopa Tejas. We're going to jump right into it. I am your host, RB22. This is Sunshine out of Dallas. This is OSG holding it down, throwing up the H's. I'm ready to bring the heat over the next two games. Let's go. Till next week. Stay better than my friends. God bless.